0: Podcast brought to you by Dapper Apparel Company. My name is Dylan and I'm your host, and with me is Kevin Carter. Hello. Hello. It's been two weeks since we've done this. Yeah. I think we're doing it more frequently now, it feels it feels like it. I think we're just getting bored. Yeah. And we we like throwing in the drafts. <laughs> I don't know how people are uh, receptive, how receptive people are to our drafts, but I have a lot of fun doing them. Yeah,
1: it was got contentious
0: at the end of there. Yeah.
1: I actually on my way home I texted you and apologized <laughs> for yelling at you. I felt so bad. No, that was fun. And I can't believe I said Jason LaRue. You can, you know what? You can like who you like. I just happened. He's one of my most hated Reds of all time.
0: So I just, I don't know. I guess I wasn't old enough to hate him. The
1: thing is like, if you could like a catcher, why not Ryan Hannigan? Could just because he was boring.
0: Just I don't Mr. know. I didn't consistent. like the way he wore his hat under his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so unneeded. That's totally fair. It's 100% <laughs> So fair. unneeded. Like I like, get
1: not liking Ryan Hannigan, but you know.
0: He was it's good. like Sean Casey with his batting gloves. Do You remember that? Yes. I dude. I, dude, I hated Sean
1: Casey as a player. Like great dude. Great dude. Um, I've actually ran into him a couple times. So He used to work at Great Wolf Lodge, and he would come in there like once a week. Just mm-hmm. a genuinely good dude. Um, yeah, I like him in the broadcast booth and his anal- anal- analytical stuff on MLB. Or MLB Network. God, I can't speak. Um, but, yeah, just so annoying as a player. Yes. Taking 10, 10 to 15 seconds in between every single pitch. Um, had no speed, no power. Um, would slap you know useless two out singles with okay cool you're clogging up the base pads man <laughs> you might as well have just gotten out and let us move on um, but yeah I don't know yeah Sean Casey's a good dude he's mm. a good good uh, ambassador for the city there's a reason they call him the mayor so
0: yeah. Yeah, he he was great for Cincinnati. Yeah, it was cool to have him and Barry Larkin there at the same time.
1: Yeah, those were cool teams, man. Cool teams. Um, I liked a lot of those teams, even though they weren't great. Um, there was it was seemed like in the early aughts, like late nineties through like twenty twelve, they could never get like great pitching and great hitting together at the same time. Um, and they finally got it together, like you know, when they made the when they lost when they signed Danny Graves. I love Danny Graves, yeah, I mean, he looks like Rufio, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he does. But yeah, no, he was good, I mean, he was he had those couple years, man, where he was dominant, and so. Yeah, I mean, those teams were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. If not, they made losing fun, I guess, is the best way to put it. Yeah, so, and they had cool uniforms. I mean, yeah, everything about it. Yeah, the sleeveless, pinstripes, man. Oh, so cool. I mean, maybe it was just our age. Like, I think they're still cool. Yeah. Like, they, um, Reds posted on Twitter yesterday, Adam Dunn's like 500 and when he sh- fucking hit the ball straight into the river. Mm-hmm. And it just looking at those uniforms is so cool, man. So,
0: But, yeah, we, we had so much fun doing those drafts, and yeah. we're probably going to do more, if not – Not to uh, cater to you guys, but more cater to ourselves, I guess.
1: I think it's fun when we have a third person. It it flows a little bit better. Yeah. Because we've done it with Kalen and who did we do it? We did uh, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it works a little bit better with three people.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, drafting with two people just going back and forth. Yeah. I mean I, I don't know how to do a draft, obviously. <laughs> if you guys listen to our baseball draft, uh yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Lost every single pick. Yeah. That's okay. But I blame it on the car bombs. So, yeah. Kev, how you been doing? Uh pretty good, man. Plugging away.
1: Um been back at work now for two and a half weeks full. Um, the public stresses me out. I think I talked about it last time. Um, but you know, it's part of it. A lot of it was just readjusting to that normal schedule again, too. Um, it's just been kind of draining, but Mm -hmm. um, it's getting better. Um, it's fun having the staff that I have because we all are kind of very pessimistic—not pessimistic, but we all have kind of the same outlook on things. So we're just constantly joking about stuff. So being able to joke around with like-minded people is is fun if you can do it all day. So um,
0: yeah, especially what, four months you guys were off.
1: Four months. We our last day open was the f- March fifteenth. That was so long ago. We were still doing dollar beer night shows. Yeah, we're still doing dollar beer night. <sighs> so hopefully we'll come back, but. um yeah, it's it's it was just a weird transition. Like it was like it was literally my birthday was two days before it shut down, and now mm. it's like almost the end of the year, and we're just now back for two weeks. So.
0: And it's it's weird, like an, a mask being normal again, or yeah. not again, but going somewhere and you're like, oh shoot, I forgot my mask. Yeah, and I think uh, the, it'll, go, it'll go. We'll get to a point where not
1: everybody is wearing them, but I think you'll see them more and more often. Kind of like you see in Japan, where if somebody's even slightly sick, they'll do it, and they have to go out in public, they'll wear a mask. Yeah, I think that's the new norm. Um, everybody's like, oh, it'll never be, that will be the same. Like, uh, you know, we had the Spanish flu in 1918 or whatever it was. And that killed like 50 million people. And like a third of the world got infected. It was a huge deal. We got back to normalcy eventually. Yeah. Um, But it's going to take a while. So I think we'll be, you know, we'll be in this, whatever, not to get too political, but, you know. It's, it's, uh, it's been an adjustment period for me, that's for sure, as far Definitely. as just, just socially, too, like just dealing with people <laughs> and not just my own thoughts. <laughs> right. um, I don't know if I've brought it up yet, but I developed a habit over quarantine of just literally speaking out loud to myself. It gets weird and it's weird because now that I've been around, I don't do it when I'm around people, but now when I go home and I'm still doing like, Oh no, (laughs) what what am I
0: doing? You know, what's funny. I used to do that when I was a sales rep because Mm -hmm. there's so many miles in between stops and most of the day you're alone. You spend these increments of time with like store managers or grocery people. And it was just so funny that one day, I, s- I asked myself a question and I answered it out loud. Yeah, I felt like Barry from Archer. I oh, yeah. was like, "What's that other Barry? Nothing, Barry." <laughs> I'm like, oh no! Yeah. Exactly what you said. Oh no! Yeah, is right.
1: It's just—it's a weird thing when you notice—you actually notice you're doing it. Because if when you're by yourself, you're the only person you have to talk to. Yeah. But now, once you get other people to talk to, and you're doing it for you know multiple hours in the day. <laughs> Then you go home and you start doing it
0: again like you ever hit yourself with a, what the fuck is wrong with you yeah. and you you go I don't know I don't know <laughs> like no it's not helping uh for me I am in the process of building a fence I yep. know if you've if you're a long-time listener of the Queen City podcast it's probably a common theme I'm sure I've talked about it before but it's finally happening so it won't make a difference to any of you listening but <laughs> It'll be uh, dirt off my back because it's been something I've been trying to do for since I bought the house. Yeah, so it's tough, incremental. Yeah, so it's it's nice that I finally have the means to do it. So uh, hopefully it's not too hot this week and we can get it done. Don't be afraid to get on Dapper and put in Queen City for fifteen percent off your order. Can't combine it with other. Um, deals going on, and, and my brother Dalton runs uh, Queens or Dapper Apparel, and uh, he does a really good job of putting on deals, um, limited quantities, but get on there and get some cool stuff. He's got some tie-dye shirts, some acid wash, uh, so check it out, 15% yeah. off Queen City.
1: Yeah, I fucking dare you. Do
0: yeah. it. And we purposefully leave it in the podcast, so it's just for listeners, it's not for people that follow us. But don't listen. This is a podcast exclusive. <laughs> and also, if you notice, uh, the show is going to be a little different today because maybe you won't notice, but we switched from Spreaker to Anchor. Yep. And uh, we're going to be doing our own specialized ads now. So you'll hear Kevin and I's sultry voices. And maybe we'll even get uh, Alec to do one because he's Ooh, got a sultry voice. Uh, yeah. Alec would be good. So uh, we're going to be doing our own ad reads, and uh, you guys can let us know what you think of them because uh, we're going to have some fun with them and Hope know, so. get compensated for it.
1: Yeah, so. I think it's uh, it's cool. I It'll make it feel more legitimate but also more familiar.
0: Yeah. So you won't hear just a random O'Reilly's auto <laughs> parts, <laughs> yeah, or whatever. which I think plays at the beginning of every and the end of every episode, yeah. Or sometimes it'll double up in the end, or double up on the
1: front. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think I like it better. Um, it feels more unique, um, more more catered towards the audience and the kind of theme we're going for here. Definitely.
0: So, um, so let's get into things that keep you up at night, Kevin. I'm going to let you go first. What okay. keeps you up at night?
1: So um, this has now since been fixed, but um, I don't know, like Sunday last week. Uh, I woke up at like five AM, my air conditioner in my unit, my air wall unit in my room was just making the worst fucking noise. So I'm like, all right, whatever, turn it off. I knew it needed its filter change and probably it was just whatever. Mm-hmm. I wake up, I try to turn it back on cause it's hot as shit in my room. Um, a couple hours later and it won't, it just isn't responding. I'm like, oh, okay, this is weird. Maybe I'll just try to unplug it and put it back in. So I take it out and I look at the wall and the entire like socket on the wall is just black. So it was just continually shorting out, is what was happening when I got up to turn it off, and just was black. So if I hadn't turned it off, uh, my whole apartment building might have caught been
0: fire. fire in Winchester. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, so yeah, th- that was a scary thing to realize. Luckily, I had to unplugged it. I put it in a service request. Um, they came and fixed it like a couple of days later. Um, they came and fixed it. Actually, they were going to come fix it the next morning, but I was literally like had a towel on ready to take a shower when they knocked on my door and I know that if they don't get a like they're allowed to come in <laughs> if they don't if they don't think anybody's home so no. I was like shit like so I threw on some the first piece of clothes they could find I was like dude you i to come back later like I'm just about to hop in the shower I gotta get to work and he's like oh no it's cool I'll try to make it back tonight if not I'll come back tomorrow and came into came in the next day when I was at work or no I was you know I stayed, called the day off um, sorry um, and yeah came in and fixed it and, uh, yeah, it's all good now. New new unit, well, new new to my apartment unit, and completely new wall socket, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just So scared. all those times that passed us as just ignored problems. Yeah, right. That would have yeah, been a bad Yeah, you had an AC
1: problem recently, too. Yeah. Um, this one, yeah, this one was a little scary when I actually started to think about it, so.
0: Yeah, what if that happened
1: while you're at work? You know. Yeah, exactly. Like if I wasn't like in my place to turn it off and you know stop it from continually shorting out over and over again.
0: Uh, yeah, you you would hope that the breaker would flip or something. You'd hope,
1: but it clearly didn't for a little bit. So, um, <laughs> well, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. That it's
0: always your apartment.
1: <laughs> it, yeah, it's something with my apartment, man. Is <laughs> it that big ass window or that stupid ass? Have you have you
0: rectified? The, the window uh, no i just fucking deal with it i just got used to it yeah I just, i'm just used to waking up and then going back to sleep so or just put something up for the half of half of the window
1: the one that covers your face it wouldn't help no it would still be the equivalent of two wide open windows <laughs> so. you might you might as well order like stained glass for it yeah i should just make it decorative yeah you know uh, but yeah no it's fine i got i've gotten over it <laughs> I'm too lazy to do anything else about it. Once the sheet fell down the first time I'm like, yeah, fuck it. That was too difficult the first time. Would you name your uh your little Roomba? Oh, Joe Burrow. Joe my roommate's name is Joe Burrow because it's the first thing I thought of when I got him. I was like, "Oh, I got to name him. Sweet, Joe Burrow."
0: You gonna put a jersey on him this I year?
1: I might, like, buy a little yeah, doggy I jersey, paint a little nine on the back of him. <laughs> it's so funny, dude, because I'll be—I have him scheduled to like do like run while I'm at work, so I don't have to listen to him or get out of his way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and he'll just get stuck on something at some point, and It'll be like, I'll get a notification at work, be like, "Oh, Joe Burrow stuck on an edge." I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> I gotta go home." And Deal with the edge, Joe. I gotta go get my boy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, now he's. You talk to him like an animal. You a good boy today, yeah, Joe? I do. Like that's uh, good. I come home and I see how clean the apartment's. Like, yeah, good job, Joe. You did. A, you did good. You done good today. Here's a treat. Here's <laughs> yeah. a dust bunny. <laughs> I clean him out every time I get home. Just the first thing I do. You know, gotta treat him right. Yeah. Uh, probably put a new filter in him here
0: soon. Um, treat him right. It's like an oil change. Yeah. Uh, for me, things that keep me up at night. I watched the new Point Break from yeah. 2015. Yeah. It was all right. Uh, you think so? Yeah. I mean, I didn't have high expectations. Yeah. A remake of a movie that I really like. Yeah. But I started thinking, uh, Body, from the first one, mm-hmm. I identify so hard with Body more than anyone else in the movie. And so I was like kind of thinking, I kind of identify with like bad people in movies more than I do... Than, like, the good guys.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's a case with a lot of
0: people, so.
1: Especially that character. Like, it's a really cool character.
0: Yeah. So I was kind of struggling with that. Like, Mm -hmm. I always thought of myself as a good guy in my own story, but what if I identify with all the bad guys because I am a bad guy? Right.
1: Well, I think think it just, uh, bad guys are never truly, totally bad. There's always an origin story where they were good at one point and then the duality of being a human. Yeah flip the other way and I think that makes them more interesting than like you know super virtuous like superheroes that's why I don't like Superman um, he's just too perfect there's nothing there's no flaw in Superman mm-hmm. other than like he's a geeky reporter who can't really talk to Lois Lane but that's not a flaw that's just you know whatever but yeah, that's why Batman is so interesting because he has this deep rooted like he has a hatred for these evil things but he also has a code that he lives by where he's not going to kill anybody and so it's this dichotomy of, you know, focusing that anger and rage in a, in a righteous way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what makes his villains so interesting, too, because they're the same thing, just flipped on its head. So that's, you know, Joker is one of the best, like, comic book villains ever in my Oh, opinion. yeah. So um, yeah, I think people are drawn to that. and to You know, I'm going way off your point here. No, no, you're good. <laughs> so I don't really like the new point break at all. The original one
0: is good. I uh, thought just, like, the action scenes were really good. Cool. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, the time and effort and the locations they went to, I thought was like really cool. Acting, subpar, yeah. plot kind of lost me. Right. But yeah, I thought it was like fun to watch at least. Yeah. 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 It, they, they spared no expense, to quote Jurassic Park. Spared no expense. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I was, I saw after I did that, I, I Googled like point break and I was looking at a bunch of things. And now I get a bunch of ads for like the a body t shirt yeah, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. And now I'm like, damn, do I need this body t-shirt? Yeah, you do. I think I do. i tell you what. uh,
1: uh, I've talked about it before, but whatever algorithm they use on Instagram to target ads to me is the most complex and accurate algorithm that's ever been used for anything. dude. Because I buy things from Instagram maybe once a week.
0: Yeah. Or music. Yeah, dude. I I found more bands on Instagram and TikTok in this past year (laughs) than I have from any of my friends. Yeah. My friends need to step it up.
1: Yeah, what's that dude? Uh, fuck, I can't remember him. I found a couple of like artists that I actually legitimately like from TikTok. So, rip TikTok unless they get bought. But
0: yeah, we're gonna get to that actually yeah. here in a few minutes. Um, after we get to our beer of the show, the beer of the show this week is Mad Tree Galaxy High, delicious, an Imperial IPA. Would you say nine point five percent? Nine point five. Looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, I've had this
1: before. Um I used to lo- I used to only drink MadTree. It was my Cincinnati brewery of choice. Um I haven't I've kind of fell off a little bit. Um I don't know if that's because I don't like their new brewery since they switched.
0: Um I, I don't care for it either.
1: Um but I've kind of I don't drink Rhine Geist or MadTree near as much as I used to, probably because there's more options now. Um like especially in like your gas stations and stuff mm. like that, you can get stuff that's smaller mucker brews in cincinnati and other places so um but yeah this is a great beer
0: um i think speaking of targeted ads mad tree posted this like two days ago yeah. and i sent it to you and i was like i think i just fell in love with a can <laughs> yeah. and you're like yeah that is beautiful so we had to get it yeah they come in a four pack and i think they were 12 bucks but you know if you can make it to mad brewery it's I mean it's a cool experience. It's cool.
1: I just don't like the amount of kids and dogs that are there. Um yeah. I like the last time I went there there was a third birthday party going on. I'm like this
0: is a bar. Can you yeah, can you imagine like hey, we're going to have a birthday party for you where all the parents get drunk. <laughs> yeah.
1: Again, Shut up when you're opening your present. Also irresponsible. Yeah. Like you both parents are there? Mm-hmm. Who's driving? the stroller
0: yeah. <laughs> pushing the stroller back to oakley
1: <laughs> it's it's so mind-boggling i'd never like i get it they're more family focused but I, it's just weird to me to have kids at a bar it's so it's it pisses me off every time
0: mm-hmm. that's, that's why, why we belong at dive bars were you about to say that no 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 but yeah we do belong at dive bars because you'll never fucking see a kid there no too much hepatitis that we're immune <laughs> to. <laughs> So, the, yeah, that's our beer of the show. We'll post a picture of it. Yeah, uh, It's a beautiful can, and Mat Matt, I would say Madtree and Jackie O's produce some of the cooler-looking cans. Yeah, I agree. Jackie O's is incredible. Whoever does their art is awesome. <laughs> I bought one with a, a, a possum. possum the other yeah. day, and I was like, damn, this isn't, oh, here it is. Yeah. It was under a cloud, and it has, like. A possum with a bunch of baby possums on it in a thunderstorm, it's kind
1: of like a like a nineteen fifties almost pop art yeah. um not pop art, but kind of that weird kind of like fifties graffiti style almost,
0: yeah, I would imagine seeing this on a wall next to like a not gonna say we'll move on <laughs> it was gonna be way too specific <laughs> to the fifties. So we'll get into some news and sports. Um, I'll let you go first. Okay. Go first.
1: So yeah, I'll cover a couple things. Um, I had this. Uh, this came out before, obviously today. We I wrote these notes. Uh, Big Ten the other day voted uh, twelve to two their presidents to push back the fall season, and it's been confirmed today. Um, the Big Ten is pushing back their fall season to hopefully see if it's viable in the spring. That pretty much kills college football. For this, because you can't. If one of the Big Fives is out, especially the Big Ten, it's like the Big Ten, and the SEC. Like you can't have football without them. So, I mean, you could, but it would. Nobody would think it's legitimate. So we
0: thought it was bad when the MAC canceled.
1: I mean, it was. I mean, honestly, like I think you're joking, obviously. <laughs> but I mean, having a big, like a mid-major conference cancel. I mean, push it back. Like that's that's big. All it takes is one. You know, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that they were willing to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it made it easier for the Big Ten to be like, yeah, okay, we're not the first to do it now, so we don't have to deal with all the blame that comes with it. Yeah, um, but they are the first like Power Five conference to do it, so I th- yeah, that pretty much kills any
0: fall sports. Yeah, and that's, I mean, the SEC is going to cling on as long as they can.
1: I don't know, we'll see. I mean, thing, we'll see. I don't. I mean, what are they going to do? Just play each other? And have, like, the SEC championship be the national championship, essentially.
0: That's probably as high as they think of themselves. Right.
1: Because, well, those are the only two football conferences that really matter. I mean, you got mm-hmm. the Pac-12 and the Big 12. But, I mean, those, they don't really make any noise. I mean, you've had the ACC recently mm-hmm. with Clemson. But um, it's it's few and far between that a SEC or a Big Ten team isn't at least trying, like, in the playoff, playing for championships. So.
0: Right. Yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. So Ray Lewis's sons committed to the University of Kentucky football. Yeah, he's got uh, two twin boys named Rashad and Rashawn, and they committed to Kentucky, which is big for UK.
1: Yeah,
0: at least gets them some clout. Yeah, yeah. it feels like every couple of years UK football gets like big SEC name, and it's yeah, but. Yeah, they really just never put it together.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it takes it's a team sport, so it takes more than that. And I don't even know if these kids are any good. Um, you know, I just assumed they were by their name, which is yeah, horrible. Right, but yeah, I mean, Michael Jordan's son wasn't great at basketball, so. Yeah. I mean, not great. He was good, obviously, but not good enough to hack it in the NBA. So, um, yeah, I mean. At least they know if they get in trouble, their dad will just double murder somebody. So and get out scot free. <laughs> that's right. So that's good. That's good for UK. They got a little extra security now. They got a you know a and guy who can literally get away with murder. So
0: <laughs> uh, this is actually some somber news. Yeah. Uh, Speedway was purchased by Seven Eleven, and we'll be converting all speedways to Seven Elevens, which I was sad about.
1: At first, because I love Speedway. Speedway's food is the best gas station. But sometimes I'll go to Speedway for lunch. When they have
0: a speedy cafe? Yeah,
1: specifically, dude. Like, their pizza's good. Their burgers are good. Um, so, initially, I was kind of sad. And then I checked to see if I had any speedy rewards points left. I had zero. So, I was like, all right, Dude, cool. I
0: need to burn mine up. Yeah, burn I up. I got a lot. We'll go... We'll go to Speedy Cafe for the next two <laughs> weeks, um, but it is kind of sad because you know we live in we live in the Queen City area and Enon is where yeah. Speedway's headquarters is. So that's kind of up in the air for people that work at Speedway headquarters. Yeah. So it's kind of. That being said, Seven Elevens are dope. Yeah, uh, a Slurpee. Yeah. I'm excited. Give me that big gold, bud. And it's going to be everywhere. I feel like 7-Elevens was like a relic when you go to, like, the East Coast. Yeah. Well, like I remember going to Virginia Beach and being like, ooh, a 7-Eleven. Yeah. And no gas station. This is just like a (laughs) a straight-up 7-Eleven. But, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing, especially uh, Speedway has a ton of places. Yeah, they're they're all all over the place, man.
1: They're all over the place. Um, But they said they'll have them all converted by early next year, hopefully, which is nuts. It's like four months, five months.
0: They're just going to Change who distributes their gas and change the sign on there? I mean they gotta change the whole
1: inside, they gotta change branding, they gotta change the whole I mean they could probably keep a lot of their stock, but
0: yeah, they're gonna change their layout.
1: Yep. Man. There's a really, actually now that I think about this, there's a really interesting video that I actually use in the store. I think about it all the time, but um there's a it's the busiest 7-Eleven in the nation and they there's like it's a quick like 15 minute youtube video where they break down the science of how they have things like placed in the store and how how they keep their sales so high even to the point where like the way the doors swing open it's counter to the way you have to walk through the store so because you're willing to put in that effort to open the door you're more willing to reach in and grab something as opposed to it being easy and flowing with the flow of traffic it's it's awesome and i use those kinds like i think about those concepts all the time when i'm merchandising in my own store so 7-Eleven knows what they're
0: doing yeah especially when i worked at Red Bull it was like don't put it on the bottom shelf don't put it on the top shelf it has to be within eyesight yep. because if you see it directly in eyesight you'll buy it mm-hmm. more than you would if you have to reach for it. And oh. It's kind of a crazy concept.
1: Yeah, yeah it's 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 awesome. It's a cool video. I got to see if I could find it. I'll send it to you but
0: digs well, into the subconscious a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's really it's it's shocking to see how well they control people just based on their their tendencies, like the tendencies of people on a, on
0: an average, to buy certain things in certain places. So, so maybe they'll turn speedways into booming metropolises even more than they already are.
1: We'll see, man. We still got UDF, so we've still got our regional brand um, giant. But yeah, um, speedway kind of just felt more, more of like a Dayton thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, their food is way better too. The mm-hmm. like UDF food sucks. Yeah, the rollers. Yeah, they're Come gross. On. They're gross. Um, which you know, hopefully Seven Eleven can bring their game with food yeah because i love gas station food i
0: don't know why <laughs> i love it dude you feel like at any time you can go on a road trip
1: yeah yeah right i mean it's like if i'm hungry but i don't feel like going sitting through a drive through and i need to get gas give me that bacon dump, give me that bacon cheeseburger from speedway that shit's fire <sighs> i've never
0: tried it i've only ever had their breakfast Man, their burgers are good
1: you got to get one use your speedy rewards points on a that burger might be dinner for me their pizza's good too pizza's real good like legitimately good. Like I would specifically go to Speedway sometimes for a slice of pizza. <laughs> it's just good, man. Uh, so hopefully and the. Now food- you live so close oh. to one. Uh, do I can, they have it. Uh, my EDF. Oh, uh, uh, there is one across the way, but
0: I'm, it's such a pain in the ass to get to. So. You can play Frogger. Just hop across the street. Um, the last thing I got, and then I'll let you get to a couple of yours. Sixty-six players pulled out of the 2020 season for the NFL.
1: Yep,
0: uh, they gave them a deadline.
1: Yeah, uh, last Thursday. Last, yeah, last week.
0: And uh, I don't remember seeing any names that were too significant. But uh, yeah, uh, the it's biggest still thing the was point.
1: there were 11 Patriots that opted out. Um, there was only one Bengals player that opted out. It was a like a late drafted O lineman, so not super relevant for the Bengals. But yeah, 11 Patriots is huge,
0: and there were some starters on there. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting how people react because, and now like they're contract contractually obligated yep. to, to continue. So that's going to be a, a weird toad, toad line. <laughs> Why was that so hard for me? <laughs> I to don't say? I don't
1: know. Cause it was a weird, it was a weird toe. kind of syn- syntax toe. there.
0: Yeah. So yeah, we'll see where it goes. Um, I hope it doesn't go the way of college football, but you know, they've got a lot more time and they've, like right. we like we said before the show, um, they're getting paid, so they're going to have to. Right, to they're getting paid.
1: That's the huge, That's the big thing I think with college athletes. You can't expect these kids to travel, um, go to class, and play football at a high level, all while not compensating them during a, a global pandemic. So they have to do. They have to push it back. It's not fair to these kids to not compensate them in any way. They were trying to get these kids to sign waivers, which. Why would you ever do that if you're, you know, you got think about your future. I mean, it's already been shown, like, this affects, a, like, athletes in a really big way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the NFL can get away with it because they're getting paid millions of dollars, and it's a little bit more, you have a little bit more compensation to play. Um, but, yeah, uh, I, I hope NFL happens because I need it. I don't know what I'm going to do if I don't, if I can't inject that hot hot NFL into my veins Well, we got
0: Sunday. the PS5 coming, and I might be converting. Yeah. Just so you yeah, and I dude. can Let's start go. Madden League. Let's
1: go. I'll fucking... So I'll, I've already got one started with my uh, Fantasy League, so yeah, I'll run two. Fuck it.
0: Let's do it. I'm not going to have shit else to do on Sunday. so yeah. Or I'll try and convert you to Xbox. that no, never happen. What? It'll never happen. What if we both go PC? <laughs> well, that might happen.
1: That could happen, but I'd, I'd have to build my own, and that would be, you know...
0: Yeah, my brother just built his own...
1: Spent like eight, nine hundred bucks on yeah, it. Yeah, which I'm sure it's better than any you know any other computer you can get on the market today. So there, it's yeah. it's fairly cheap compared to what you can buy just pre made. But still, I have nine hundred bucks to. I'll work on you. <laughs> I'm not.
0: I'll, never... I'll give you all my Speedy Rewards points. I... <laughs> I will never own an Xbox.
1: Never unless I already own, already have a PlayStation. Hmm. But there's no reason to own both.
0: You're right. There's a, yeah, there's no really exclusive games for yeah, Xbox. Yeah, the
1: Xbox exclusives are Halo. And that's really, I don't give a shit about Halo because I've got so many other good exclusives for PlayStations. So. Right. Um, but yeah, um, you want me to talk about mine next? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah, mine is the Astros are all garbage people. Every single one of them on that team are a piece of shit, mm-hmm. um, including now their batting coach who started a fight um, with a guy from the A's who um, was running down the first base. Apparently, he said some really nasty shit to him. And I'm I'm upset because the guy was ready to knock this old fat dude's head off, and he got stopped by, I think, George Springer maybe. Um, right before he threw his punch, he got put in the headlock. But, I mean, there's no place in any sport for a coach to be ch- ch- chatting shit to a player and expect to get away with it. It just shouldn't happen. Yeah. And it shows to me that that's where the organization's values are. That's where Dusty Baker's values are. As the new head coach, he's just going to let them kind of defend themselves, um, or just be assholes, Um, and I hate it. I hate it. There's no place in sports for shit like that. So um, it just you you got to realize that you are part of the biggest cheating scandal maybe since the the World Series fixing all those years ago.
0: And those people were banned for life. You're still getting to play, and
1: you're getting to play. You got literally zero game suspension. For any of this stuff, even though it was proven, you know, I mean, it's 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 baffling to me that they like at least the players are handling it okay. Um, like Altuve's hitting like one twenty something. Um, I think uh, yeah, a lot of the guys are not hitting well, in shocker. Yeah, um, but they're not. You know, when they get thrown at, they're kind of like, yeah, this is what I get, and they're not really charging the mound or anything. Um, but that that coach just talking shit. You're like, dude, know your know your place. You, right, you are not actively a part of this game. Um, shut the fuck up. Yeah, what are you doing talking shit? Because unless you can get out there and do it with them, you have no no place. I get you're a coach and you 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 know what you're talking about, but don't just don't do it. I hate I hate seeing
0: coaches talk shit and then you're expect- supposed to lead by example too yeah. as a coach. That's Nothing but class from the Astros. It's
1: just it pisses me off, man. And then he's probably not going to get anything, Rob Manfred, because he fucking loves the Astros for some reason. So, have you seen
0: Rob Lowe's uh, hat for the Astros, the
1: the Houston Astros? It's great. Um, I think that part of it too is because I think it was in Oakland where the plane was flying around with the Houston Astros banner, like while they were doing batting practice, which is hilarious. But this is what they get, you know. If you're not going to get, if you are happy to play, um, knowing what
0: you did. And knowing all the unwritten rules in baseball.
1: Yeah, man. Like, you can't... Like, you have to expect to get thrown at. You have to expect to get shit from fans, even though there's none in there. That's why I love the fact that that plane flew over. Somebody somebody paid for that because they couldn't be there to yell at them, man. <laughs> if the fucking fans are in the stadiums, yeah, man... They're getting, holy, they're getting
0: off easy. Yeah,
1: yeah they're getting off easy. They're, I mean, they're going to get it next year, too. Good. Okay. I hope so. I mean, they're going to get it. As long as those, all those players are still on that team, they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, it's, it was just it was baffling to watch a coach chat shit and expect not to get
0: fucking thrown punches at. Get out of here, dude. Uh, so we're gonna switch gears just a little bit. TikTok is on the hot seat, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been talk for weeks that it's gonna be shut down. Blah blah blah. The only people that are really hurt by it are the people who make money off of TikTok. Instagram has tried its hand now. With Instagram Reel. I didn't even know about this until literally just now. Um, it's about the same. <laughs> yeah. I saw a f- funny TikTok, coincidentally, where um, Trevor Lawrence – Tre- not Trevor Lawrence. What's that dude's name? Yeah, Trevor. About, yeah. The guy who does with stuff with churdlies all the time? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he made a, a TikTok where he's making fun of Instagram, just copying everything, mm-hmm. like copying – uh, Snapchat just copying or being bought out by Facebook—they're just like the worst of the worst. Like, right. oh, you have an idea, we're gonna make it. We're gonna take your idea and make it a little bit better. Yeah, well, that's that's Apple's,
1: <laughs>
0: Apple's yeah, business exactly. model as
1: well. So, uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it, it works. So, yeah. So, in, Instagram Reel is uh, a new thing that's supposed to be replacing TikTok. Can if you just, lose? It. Is it a separate app? No, huh. it's basically the videos, from what I've gathered. Weird. Okay. If you if you see someone like post a video, you can click it and it's like a reel instead of a video. Okay. Sounds And I stupid. guess you can start turning it into TikTok. I I don't know. <laughs> Sounds. I, I'm sure it'll go nowhere, just like Instagram stories. Yeah. You ever took the time taking the time to watch all the Instagram stories?
1: Uh, no, because I follow so many like celebrities that post literally like ten minute long stories every day that I, I
0: just pick and choose. I'll, yeah. I'll sit there and I'll just. Just tap through my stories. So, but even then, like, even trying to swipe through them, you're like, Oh, God, this is taking forever. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you know what pisses me off more than anything? Because we used to be when you'd swipe to skip somebody, it would clear like their notification. Don't do it anymore. Yeah. Bullshit. Just Still clear there. Clearly, I don't want to watch it. Just clear it.
0: <laughs> I fucking hate that, dude. And uh, supposedly Twitter's trying to get their hand in on it, which makes the most sense, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, twit Talk is what they're going to talk about. <laughs> well, sounds t- just keeping it called TikTok. <laughs> Nah, I like Twit Talk. Uh, so yeah, Twit Talk is gonna be the next big thing. You want to get into? Uh, we don't have any movies this week. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't
1: watch any movies because you know um, we're not going to the movies.
0: Yeah, I think oh, me and Emily watched Along Came Polly this past week, but yeah. I figured a movie from two thousand three didn't really <laughs> Paul in, bring Shore? No, Along Came Polly with uh, Ben Stiller and Jim Oh British. shit, what am I thinking about? Which is really funny because the thought of someone with IBS going to indian food two nights in a row and then i i forgot so much of that movie I, i've never seen it he gets cheated on on his honeymoon Good. because the girl wasn't ready for a commitment Good. so he comes home and meets jennifer aniston oh. and then she Poor takes guy. him out to dinner <laughs> he meets,
1: you don't like jennifer aniston no i was that was i was saying i love
0: jennifer aniston okay. yeah. yeah he met he met jennifer aniston and she's like this wild soul and he's like a calculated person And uh, they go out for Indian food on the first night, even though he has IBS. Mm -hmm. So he goes, he's, she's like, you want to come over for coffee? He's like, sure. And the bathroom was, was taken at the Indian restaurant. So he like runs up to her bathroom and she's out of toilet paper and he clogs the toilet with her loofah that she just bought. And I was like, damn. Classic. Classic. Classic like comedies from mid 2000s. Classic poop jokes. Gotta love them. (laughs) And he looked at the cat like he was going to wipe his ass with the cat. That wow. would have been hilarious. Yeah,
1: I did. I watched another Rift Tracks movie the other day. Oh, did you? It's gr- It's a fucking fantastic movie. It's called Uninvited. One of the worst, one of the worst, like, puppets I've ever seen in a horror movie. Really? So I don't know if I want to ruin it because the first time the monster appears, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I, you fuck it. I'm just going to say it. So it's, it's, a, it's around a it's based around a cat, right? The can, it's just a regular house cat that was in like a te- chemical testing lab and the cat doesn't mutate, but uh, there is a mutant cat living inside of it that when it attacks people crawls out of the cat's mouth, it's fucking awful, <laughs> but it's so funny looking dude. So it's like your classic eighties, like, like just Shitty horror movie And it's mm-hmm. fantastic So Uninvited Uninvited is what it's called You can either watch it on Rift Tracks Or just watch it on your own It'll make you laugh either way So um, that's Yeah
0: Rift Tracks I can't recommend enough Especially if you're like Struggling to find something Yeah And you need a laugh It is It's pretty funny
1: It's a good way to kill Like an hour and 15 Because I mean It's a full length movie But it's, they're shitty movies That comedians make fun of So um They're
0: awesome So so, now that we're done with movies, let's get into TV. Yeah, yeah. Kev, you got one first.
1: Yeah. So, I want to talk about um, one of my favorite like TV personalities. Um, I know him from Top Gear and then The Grand Tour. His name is James May, also known as Captain Slow. Um, he's a very deliberate, very pedantic um, person, old British guy. Um, but he's so funny to me because his sense of humor is very similar to mine. Um, and he's just an interesting person to listen to. He's one of those people that has just f- founts of knowledge and he's very dry and, you know, people get, think he's boring, but I find him fascinating. Um, yeah. so he would, did an Amazon special where he went to Japan for 11 weeks and they called it, uh, James May, our man in Japan. And they had him do a bunch of different things and he's, his humor is very British, but it's also, you know, it comes across in a way that's, ex- you know, um, accessible for people, um, and Japan is such a strange country um, because it's he talks about a lot that the old and the new kind of mixing together um, and kind of the youth culture is kind of slowly pushing out like the older values of Japan, which is a, I think is a good thing for the most part yeah but a lot of it's still there uh, like there a lot of guys are still like salary men are still working themselves to death um, I mean they're running out of people they talk about that too like I mean japan is the most populated city if you include like the entire like metro area there it's the most populous city on earth there's like 38 million people living in like the metro area of tokyo that's i said japan but tokyo is like the most populous city by by volume in the world and there's just nobody else in the rest of the the like osaka has like seven million they're all like major like their major cities are all just regular size cities but in the countryside nobody lives there anymore I mean, there's entire villages that are just abandoned now. Um, Why if, is that? Uh, just because youth don't want to live in, you know, traditional farming villages anymore. They want to go make a big life in Tokyo, and
0: um, they could work in Tokyo and live out there though. That's it's, it's such a like that.
1: I mean, the metro area of Tokyo is enormous. I mean, hmm. 38 million people live <laughs> there. That's right. crazy. I mean, what it's just over like a million in Cincinnati. So think about 38 Cincinnati stacked on top of each other. So. Um, yeah it's crazy um so and in such a small country it's weird to think that everybody's so densely populated in one area yeah um but yeah i mean it's cool i mean it's it's a cool little documentary if you're interested in japan or you just like james may um as a guy um i give it i would give it a watch um and then i'll talk about this other one real quick um if you don't follow Trevor Bauer or Momentum um, on YouTube, it's an hits his like production company, and he's been doing this. He's just released the first episode of season two of Bauer Bites, where he sits down and has dinner with people, either baseball players or people involved with the business, and they just have really candid conversations. They're half an hour long, so they're quick. They're quick watches, um, but they're super interesting because. Uh, baseball players up until like recently have been you know really kind of sheltered and not been able to market themselves and trevor is kind of leading the way and letting these guys kind of speak their mind in a very candid way and it's cool to watch like i respect trevor's opinion on a lot of stuff um and the people he has on there, it's fun to listen to him talk. Um, he had Mike Clevenger and
0: then two like
1: baseball YouTubers on the first episode. Um, and it's really cool to listen to them talk about the state of the game and stuff like that.
0: I'm sure he he's picked some uh, popularity up since everything that went on with trying to get baseball going.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, especially over... Like, uh i think it all started really when he threw that launched that ball over the center field fence and that's when he kind of became an internet celebrity um because of the t- like one of the guys on this show this first show is like covered it in depth and he really became kind of an internet celebrity at that point and uh i mean he was already doing his internet stuff but um and then over shutdown he was just so vocal on twitter and on his youtube channel he was posting every week and it's really cool, man. It's, 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 I love watching athletes sit down and talk about just being part of their sport because it's a side you don't get to see in like the post game interviews and stuff like that because they have to be very protective of their brand and their team and whatever, you know, so on and so forth. So it's cool to watch like players only talks. You kind of get yeah. a, like a little candid view on what they're actually thinking. So,
0: yeah. So that's called. Bauer Bites? Bauer Bites,
1: like spelled B-Y-T-E-S. Um, so they, like I said, it's just a casual dinner that they have, I, th- I guess, at Trevor Bauer's house in probably Arizona is where they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's really cool. If you have any interest in baseball or just really cool conversation about people that are at the top of their game, um, give, it a, give it a watch.
0: Yeah. I uh, I saw this ad. I followed Jake Johnson on Twitter, and he plays on New Groy. He played on the new Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um, he was Peter Parker in that, right? Yeah, he was yeah. like older Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, he announced that he's going to be doing a new cartoon show called Hoops. He's uh, going to be starring it, and he's going to be a character that is playing a high school basketball coach. I think he's going through a divorce. Sorry, looks like that. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what's not to love? He's like, well,
1: perfect. no. <laughs> the the I think the one of the main things in the show is that he's in a. Bad marriage, but his wife is also sleeping with another teacher at the school. And so it's like, that. that's that's kind of like, that she, has, she has her boyfriend, and then him. So, but they he, work together. So.
0: Yeah, he's pretty
1: down on his luck. All right. And one of the main jokes in the trailer was like, the guy. <laughs> Confronting the Jake Johnson's is like, hey man, you can't text my girlfriend. <laughs>
0: and, oh, it's his, and it's his and it's his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. He's like, Are you texting her that late at night? You up? <laughs> that's, you can't text my girlfriend. Uh it's gonna be incredible just because uh it's a it's a cartoon, so so many times cartoons get away with so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Rick and Morty comes to mind, Archer, Family Guy, uh South Park. There's just so many great and I I thought I Cartoon, adult cartoon, so hard for the longest time because there's like a. I don't know, it maybe was a mental block on my part, but like uh, an adult cartoon that seems like to contradict itself. But um, there's a lot of cool things out there, and and Archer is probably one of my favorite shows of all time. So
1: it's Futurama for me. I mean, I watch Futurama constantly. So, and I watch anime too. So it's like, once you get over that, it's a cartoon and you can just enjoy it for the content and the writing. It's, it, there's really some great animated shit out there mm. that for both kids and adults. So,
0: Yeah, and, and Jake Johnson is just one of my favorite personalities in Hollywood. Yeah. You don't know a thing about him besides his work, which is like <laughs> yeah. unheard
1: of. Which is cool. I like that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so that's coming August 21st on Netflix. So you really have no excuse why you haven't watched it. Or why w- you won't, won't watch it. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> have it, won't, one and the same. Uh, speaking of like, I think I had like a similar spiel. Why am I talking like I'm drunk? I'm not drunk. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really slurring. Nine point five is getting you. Yeah. Uh, the one with Steve Carell, uh, Space Force. Oh yeah, yeah. Haven't watched it yet. Neither have I. It's
1: like ten episodes. I've heard it's not very good.
0: Really? So, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. I haven't watched it, so <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been disappointed <laughs> by it. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm really excited about hoops. Uh, well, let's get into music, shall we? Yeah, I've got an album. I'm gonna bang my fist on the ground until people listen to it. Mister Wives, okay, they have a new album called Super Bloom, and I specifically didn't talk about it with you and Tommy because I wanted to wait to Queen City so I can go on so I can go off King. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> uh, it's one. It's my favorite album of this year, wow. without a doubt. There's so many different sounds. There's almost disco tech. there's you know there's um trumpets at, at some points and it's a breakup album but very stevie nicks like well, makes- she's the lead singer of the band and she broke up her and one of the members of the band broke up and they'd been together nine years yeah so it's it's kind of complicated and it's kind of interesting to listen to because you break up with someone in your band but your band stays together and mm-hmm. you have to write songs about how you feel but it's you're towing the line of like i'm telling someone on the stage i'm i'm with or i'm in the studio with like how i feel like hey fuck you man yeah but play the song in time (laughs) right yeah it's it's and for it being i don't want to say it's a breakup album because i don't want to put it in a box but it's super uplifting super bloom the banger of the summer yeah i'm not afraid to say it (laughs) and you know how i am i hype things up you do uh, but this is—I've been trying to be subdued because I want to—I want my passion to not go unnoticed. Yeah. So, Super Bloom, as as low of as I've been on some albums that have come out recently, Super Bloom by Mr. Wives was the biggest surprise, and it's um, definitely had the biggest payoff. And Super Bloom is uh, the title track is my favorite song on there. There is, uh, three small words is another good one. Um, there is a couple others, but I'll mention it on our in our tweet but when we post out the show. But uh, yeah. overall, it's just something I, I feel is really important and uplifting.
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting that you have Fleetwood in your, um, your notes here because, um, I mean, some of their best songs are about, you know, members of the members (laughs) of the band most multiple members of the band breaking up with each other and i think that is an interesting like concept too because i think uh don't speak by no doubt is about gwen stefani breaking up with one of her band members as well and it's one of their better songs i love don't speak yeah um so yeah it's it's it can lead to some really great songs but then again to have to perform those like it is crazy
0: none of them are very like malicious but it's like can uh, you Fleetwoods, imagine? Fleetwoods were. Yeah. So she, Fleetwood's definitely malicious. And, like, it was kind of like a fight. Like, people yeah. end up releasing their own music about Stevie Nicks. It was a whole thing. Right. This feels more contained. And uh, I thought it was just cool that, like, she was just talking about how sad she was instead of, like, it was so-and-so's fault. Like, right. You break up after nine years, and both people are going to be up there. Yeah, sure. And uh, I, I just thought it would be an interesting time in the studio. Like, all right, I got to listen to these lyrics and write a guitar part for this, for a a breakup song. That's about me. Yeah. (laughs) It's gotta be a weird thing, man. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, one of the, uh, one of the, things i had for music i'll let you pick we can go you want to go back and tap? forth cool yeah.
1: um so first thing i want to talk about is gojira just released a new single and if i think i've talked about Gojira briefly on the show but they're the only like newer metal band that i'm really gotten into in the last five to ten years um they're fucking incredible man they're from france um, i i can't wait to see them live once we can go see live shows again um I love them because they play uh, like a h- very hard style of metal, but it's melodic as well. It's not just s- like screaming for the sake of screaming. they do yeah. it. They do it in in tune, mm-hmm. like even though it's guttural and it's yelling, but it's in tune. it's not just <laughs> like a lot of metal is it's the guy screams in tune and it sounds awesome and the, their guitar player is their guitar player is fucking phenomenal their drummers phenomenal they're all world-class musicians and they really make a really cool sounding metal um this this song is very reminiscent of like the song global warming um from the uh from mars the serious album it's got a very very cool like chug to it in the beginning yeah um and that gets into the the main um Verses and stuff, and it kind of just a normal metal song. But the, that, that hook at the beginning is so cool. So, um, give Gojira a listen if you haven't. I would suggest either um, the Way of All Flesh as an album, or From Mars to Sirius, which is the first one I listened to. Um, it's the, From Mars to Sirius is incredible. It's a, it's a concept album. Um,
0: oh wow, it's fifteen years old.
1: Yeah, it's it, I I discovered that around that time, so it was about ten ten probably ten years or so ago that I first discovered Gojira, and they're just incredible. One of the best metal bands ever, in my opinion, and certainly the best one out today. Um,
0: yeah, I'm excited to listen to them. Um, metal is like my favorite thing to listen to while working out. Yeah, yeah,
1: and they're, they're it's like I said, it's it's easy listening, but it's Gojira songs there there's it, it, every song is like three different songs. Um, yeah. The one I can think of specifically is called The Heaviest Matter in the Universe from that Mars to Sirius album, and it's just... It starts out, and it's very aptly named. It's one of the heaviest openings I've ever heard, but then it slowly builds into, like, this more melodic thing, and then it's just completely different. They bring back the main theme again. They're great. They're, They're incredible. So if you have any sort of, like interest in like newer metal styles that's not like gent or just that really guttural bullshit that you mm-hmm. can hear. Um I give some give Gojira a try.
0: Yeah, I think that's why I was always drawn to Bring Me The Horizon. Yeah. Just because they were always, his screaming almost seemed like singing, but he was on tune and it was always really cool. And I don't really get into Bring Me The Horizon anymore. Yeah. They're very poppy, yeah. but their first couple albums when I was in high school was like it was groundbreaking. Yeah, to have someone screaming and then get to the chorus and it's like gang vocals together yeah. and like the guitars are sick and you know, yeah, it's it it takes something a little just a little different to get you into metal again. Yeah, it's more of a fry
1: scream for those vocalists out there than it is a like a true like guttural sound, mm-hmm. which which you can do a fry scream in uh, in tune, so um, which is awesome.
0: So. Yeah. Um, the last thing I have for music is the band Camino. I got really into them last year and they released their first single this year, uh, featuring Chelsea Cutler, who's one of my favorite pop artists. It's a really slow song, but, uh, it it came, it's the whole idea spurred from Chelsea Cutler, um, tweeting about the, the band Camino and how she was listening to them all the time. And then she said, collab band Camino. And they're like, let's do it. That's cool. Uh, they did it. And obviously crying over you is a breakup song. Uh, it's not breaking, it's not groundbreaking, but it's, it's pop. Yeah, it's pop. So or
1: it's a it pop cool. artist anyway. So
0: yeah, it was cool.
1: Yeah, man. Love shit like that. I mean, it, you got to listen to a little pop every now and again mm-hmm. to just balance shit out. So, um, you want to go into mine? Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, yeah, so I mentioned on the last show that I'm going to listen to a lot of classical music, and Hilary Hahn specifically. um, Just incredible violin soloist. I think she's the best in the world right now. Um, And I've been listening to, um, if you look up on YouTube, her Sibelius Violin Concerto, um, it's incredible. What?
0: (laughs) That's Pinky's Out for everybody listening to Concerto, well, because I
1: said concerto. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off, dude. <laughs> no, that's cool. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. It's so melancholic, and it feels very lonely. Um, but the way she plays it is incredible. Um, the beginning of the third movement, maybe some people have heard before. Um, yeah, I mean, the way she plays with the orchestra... Um, it just yeah the the tone she gets from her violin is it's it almost overshadows like an entire orchestra it's inc- it's incredible the way she plays it cuz she my favorite thing about violin soloists is that they they play the music and they play it right but they also take their time when they have like phrasing is one of the hardest things to do with a, a musical piece um and one of the things i always bring up to people when i when i try to explain like the difference in phrasing and things is listen to any Random person play the Bach cello suite. Um, it's like this: it's the cello suite. Everybody knows it's been in a million car commercials. But then listen to Yo Yo Ma play it, and listen to the very last note, and listen to the way he plays it compared to the way other people play it. Completely different song, a completely different piece. Um, just the way he really draws out that last note and makes it kind of like agonizing, and a lot, a lot of people just will play it and cut it off. It that's that's the difference between a great soloist and somebody who can just play a piece. Um, is that phrasing of of notes and knowing how to when to speed up, when to slow down, when to add accents to the bow stroke, and it's just it, her, she's incredible at it. So,
0: Hilary Hahn.
1: Hilary Hahn. She's stunning um, in her dress in this, um, and her playing is incredible. Sibelius Violin Concerto. If you look it up, it'll be the first one. She's in a big. She's in a big old red dress.
0: We'll tweet that out too.
1: Yeah. Uh, trust me, if you got half an hour to listen to an entire violin concerto, it's incredible. Let me put my pinky down. Now.
0: Yeah, no, nope. pinky's <laughs> out for concerto. Uh, no, that was that was a good way to end the show. Think so? That was fancy as fuck. Oh, yeah, dude. We need to put that at the front of the show too. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna clip that and put it in the front of the
1: show. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is Sibelius... No, Sibelius isn't old enough yet. Yeah, it's not free use. No, damn. Yeah, Sibelius isn't less, less our than hundred years
0: old. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I guess we gotta stick, stick with our uh, our beach themed intro. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um so like Kevin and I talked uh, at the beginning of the show we really like doing these drafts and uh, after hours so this probably won't be the only time you hear from us this, this month and uh for, and definitely from Diesel because he loves barking um but we're going to be doing a in either after hours or a draft uh in the next couple weeks and uh thanks for listening guys yeah. see you guys